Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, my Saskatoon patrons, Tula's, Trula, thanks for supporting the show. Now, this is normally, it comes out at the $10 and up level, but because of upcoming holiday weekend, I'm putting out an all-intro episode to all my peeps, and then next week it'll be in a regular feed. So this is all intro episode, patrons. Uh, thanks, and uh, on with the show. I also want to let everybody know, Night Vale Presents and WNYC Studios are reissuing the first season of one of my favorite podcasts of all time, The Orbiting Human Circus of the Air. And it has an episode-by-episode behind-the-scenes commentary. Uh, for super fans like me, and then a director's cut of the season finale. Uh, amazing, amazing artist. Uh, uh, amazing, amazing team of people that put this together. A surreal, magical show. <laughs> like I, I told, when it first came out, I, told, I encouraged everybody to listen. So if you haven't listened yet, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, search for The Orbiting Human Circus. Uh, not only is it an amazing podcast, it stars people like Mandy Patinkin, uh, Tim Robbins plays a cricket, uh, John Cameron Mitchell. Uh, so check it out, uh, The Orbiting Human Circus uh, of the Air in uh, per, uh, what else called brackety things. Uh, uh, just search for it right, right, right in your podcast app. You're already listening to this. Uh, subscribe and listen to this reissue super deluxe version of season one. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Sleep With Me is also made possible by the hard work of uh, Carl W., who edits episodes, Chris Wilson-Bosterson, who edits episodes and does the theme music. Uh, he's at soundslikeanearful.com. Uh, Jonathan Mann's on our lullabies. Uh, you could commission a song from him. Uh, whatever upcoming holiday you have at song.jonathanmann.net. Uh, Kenny, Scotty, and Jennifer are on our, on our, on our artwork. Eric and the team at Astound are on our website. I'm at Dear Scooter. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and you can share with other people out of the podcast app. Uh, the listeners uh, have their own Facebook group. Uh, I want to thank the moderators over there, uh, Julie and Jennifer, uh, Stacy and Keith, and Sarah and Laura. And I want to thank all our patrons. Don't adjust your ears because this episode is an intro uh, after intro, after intro, an intro mashup, uh, taking a little thing and making it new for the long weekend, an extra long set of intros. And uh, our patrons who support the podcast, uh, $10 a month and up, get this twice a month. Uh, uh, two all-intro episodes every single month. Uh, holy mackerel, right? And if you want to become a patron, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And I'm gonna turn it over here to to Scoots uh, to uh, keep going, keep going with the intros that keep going, Scoots, uh, and on with the show. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep with Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place, a place where you feel safe, where you feel warm and welcome, invited in. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, so that's a safe place. I don't know if you can feel the motion. I'm rubbing and patting the safe place. Uh, 
making welcoming notions. It's a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, work or personal stuff, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, travel, snoring partners, whatever it is. uh, I'd like to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I've got a few... Uh, you know, slow bends, slow twists, plenty of tangents, uh, plenty of tan, tons of tangents, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of other vocabulary words that start with T. Uh, uh, do like, uh, I don't know what turpitude means, but I, I like the way that sounds. Uh, tangents, we won't have tangents coded in turpentine, but, but if you're new here, sorry, let me get back on track for a second. If you're new, uh, welcome. This is Sleep With Me podcast to put you to sleep. Actually, it doesn't even put you to sleep. It's just here to be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Maybe be at your side, a friend in the deep, dark night to keep you, uh, to, to be close, uh, as you drift off into dreamland. But here's the structure show. First six minutes or so or business. Got to do that at the top of the show. If you're new, maybe thanks for sticking out, sticking it out. I know it's like, uh, what am I going to do? If you're a regular listener, thanks for re-listening to that tomorrow or checking the show notes as soon as your hand hits the fridge tomorrow. And I want you to remember that. When your hand hits the fridge, think, uh, do I support to sleep with me? Did I buy something from the sponsors? Did I go to their website? Or, did you know, that's how I keep the show going. Uh, so it's six minutes at the beginning. Then there's like a 12-minute intro, which we're a few minutes into right now. That kind of sets the mood. Uh, then there'll be a story part or a seminar part this evening. Or if you're a second or third shift worker, you know, this afternoon or today. And I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, this podcast for everybody, no matter what time you work or where in the globe you are, whomever you are, you're welcome here. And I guess, what, like, just in case, I know there's pets, whatever you are, you're because uh, I know pets and, and, and things listen, but even if you're on another planet and you're listening uh, or whatever, you're like, I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, pets especially uh, that are listening in, uh, you know, in, whatever's listening, uh, whomever, whatever, I'm glad you're here. If you're Especially if you're new, that's what I'm trying to do, so welcome the new listeners. So there'll be a seminar part or a story part, then there'll be some thank yous and some good nights. So I'll be here about an hour. Here's the thing. You don't really need to listen. You can just kind of listen to this podcast, just kind of tune in uh, and then kind of tune out or like drift out. I, I, ideally, t- tuning in and tuning out is kind of active. I prefer a passive, uh, you know, I'll drift in. I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. Then at some point I'll drift out. I'll fade out I'll, I'll, uh, or your sleep timer will kick on or ideally you'll be waking up uh, tomorrow. So you you don't really need to, to listen. I'll be here to kind of keep you engaged. Uh, but you also shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. There's a percentage of listeners that listen to this podcast for company in the deep, dark night. So I'll be here for all of you. I'll be here till the end, uh, uh, giving it my all uh, to be present for you. In this moment, I'm recording it. And ideally, that transfers uh, to this moment that I'm here with you. So just fall asleep at your leisure, you know, relax, kick back. Uh, I'm here. This is kind of like background noise. I was thinking 
Like, uh, so they have, I, I don't know, there were some studies about pink noise that came out. I, I kind of read them, but it would seem pretty complex. Uh, then there's, so there's pink noise, there's white noise, and there's brown noise. And I don't know who came up with those terms, but it does beg the question, who, well, one, who the heck came up with those terms? Uh, and I mean, I, I don't know when the heck pink noise and brown noise came out, because I can remember uh, white noise. And supposedly, if you're breaking in a new set of headsets, you're supposed to use pink noise, which I guess is also good. I don't know. I think pink noise just sounds like uh, water rushing to me. And I don't think there's, I don't know if there's any standards for this. Uh, I mean, we've got enough standards anyway. Pink noise standardization units. Uh, pink noise, P-N-S-U, pink noise standardization units. I could, maybe I could start the uh, University of Noise. Uh, but it does make also, I guess, I'm sorry to use begs the question twice in uh, five minutes, uh, but uh uh, and it's just sorry for using this term, but I think it calls for what, where in the hell's, uh, like, why, why limit yourself to, like, what in the name of Roy G. Biv? Uh, I mean, I definitely could go for some indigo noise. Let's go through red noise, probably not a good idea at bedtime, you know, but if you need to get pumped up, uh, red noise might be a good workout noise. I don't know what that would be. Maybe a chugging of an engine. Roy. Orange, uh, orange noise, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess that would be a good morning noise. So maybe I could start. I'm a noise curator. Bespoke noises. Uh, but so orange noise, that might be good uh, for, yeah, breakfast, uh, with breakfast. Uh, you think we call it, like I call it the news. Uh, you got to get it used. Yellow noise, probably not. Uh, we'll probably pass on that one. That's going to be branding difficult. You know, as we say in the uh, entendre business, uh, like uh, too many entendres, you know, that's one too many entendres. Uh, that would be a menage d'entendre if you started using yellow noise at the branding meeting we'd have uh, here at no Noise Biz, the business of noises. Actually, I got to remember, make sure if you listen to this intro and you're active, like, let me know if I've emailed uh, Dallas uh, from 20,000 Hertz about this, because uh, I was going to pitch him on an idea anyway. Okay, so Roy G. Yellow Noise, Biv, Blue, Blue Noise would be, I mean, who couldn't use Blue Noise? Uh, you know, we got Blues, and you have Jazz. And uh, you could have blue noise. Uh, and I don't know what it would sound like, like smishing blueberries. That doesn't seem, that seems more like a slime noise or something. But we could figure that out, uh, you know, like easily. But, you know, versus, you know, once we get this grant, we're going to maybe go for Roy G. Biv. Indigo noise, oh boy. And uh, we could maybe we could get, get, get indigo noise, not not like the indigo girls, but listened to by the you know endorsed by the indigo girls, but probably not like I can picture indigo would probably be a good bedtime noise. It just feels like that kind of color. Violets uh, also, maybe we could get Violet Beauregard down here to sponsor that one. Another you know another good bedtime. Maybe that would be more in the room. Like uh, you'd have lavender in the air. In violet noise on the like a thingamajig, so that would be Roy G. Biv. Is that it? Did I miss any? But Roy, G oh, I missed Roy.
Hey, Miss G, green noise probably will pass on that anyway. Um, because uh, in, in nowhere in Roy G. Biv is there one color on the spectrum. Like, how the heck did they choose those things? They say, well, this noise isn't quite, I mean, I guess you can see that, like, uh, I don't know. Like, what does the sound of your insides make? I've talked about that. Like, that has a specific sound. Uh, maybe that's, like, that would be, maybe that's what pink noise is, I guess. Uh, like, that you play play for babies. They say, well, it sounds like the inside of, you know, back before I got into this world where there's news and stuff. And I said, holy cow, back when I was in there, I, that's all I heard was this, uh, uh, it was a 24-hour pink noise cycle. That's what we need. Yeah, we say, well, that's not, what kind of news? Well, I'm on a 24-hour indigo noise cycle with an eight-hour violin. It's like a sci-fi novel. They start pre- prescribing noises. I guess this could be, I guess this is an episode coming up uh, in, in the future at some point. But so, anyway, I would like to be, I'd like to be your violet indigo noise, uh, your indigo violets uh, right in that spectrum to the, I'd like to put the B to the I to the V, you know, just like Bell and uh, DeVoe. I'd tuck it in there. I'd be the third one. And it would be nice because I would help you fall asleep. I'd be there. And that's what I actually do. But mine's more of a, um, it's somewhere between, a, I guess, like a droning and a, like a talking. I'm here. I'm here to help you fall asleep. So if you're new... I'm glad you're here. This podcast takes a few tries. Give it a few shots. See what you think. It's not for everybody. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. Some people say, uh, oof, like, a, but uh, I hope it works for you. Uh, I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company. Um, give us some shots. That's all I could say. Uh, and yeah, actually, like, if you're having trouble relaxing now, Roy G. Biv, I guess, unless you're a colorist, is pretty relaxing. Roy G. Biv. How about like a Roy G. Biv Bib? How come there isn't like a bit Bell Biv de Bib? Uh, did Bell Biv DeVoe ever have any um like uh, merch? Like I mean, not like uh, like they sold their merchandise rights. Uh, what is that? It's a Bell Biv de Bib or Roy G. de Bib. I've done, the funny thing is I've done bib humor on the podcast, or like humor-like. If you're new here, it's not quite humor. You'd say that's not quite, uh, it, what is it like when people talk about food? They say, well, it doesn't quite taste like chicken. It scoots, he's not quite funny or hilarious. He's, uh, like I say, I'm like an amused bouche. Uh, so I'm glad you're here, and I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast uh, that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, what else, uh, like travel, whatever's keeping you away. It could be anything. It could be something I've never listed before, something I haven't experienced but I can relate to because I've had trouble sleeping. And that's why I create this safe place. I smooth it, I pat it, I rub it down. 
I work very hard, and, I, you know, I'm here with open arms because uh, I'm glad you're here. And the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents, uh, like a, a, a mugs of tangents. I got uh, tangents. I have a few. I'm just, I can't even get out of this ta- tangent-related tangent. Uh, tangerine tangents. If if they had a flavor, one of one of them would be tangerine. Though I think tangerine, when it's a flavoring, is usually mixed with something else. Uh, but whatever. I'm glad you're here, and I'm here to help you fall asleep. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. Uh, normally, the first six minutes of the show up front are business because it's a sleep podcast, and that's how we keep the show going. And if you're new, not that important. If you're a regular listener, remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, think about, like, uh, sleep with me. Am I a patron? Am I supporting the sponsors? Whatever it is. Uh, So it's the first six minutes. Then we're in an intro. I'm thinking I'm going to experiment tonight and try to make a short intro. A smorgasbord. I just almost said smorgasbord instead of short. Uh, And usually, actually, that was an inadvertent metaphor because, so, like, usually these intros are about 12 minutes long, and they're attempted a metaphor about the podcast, which kind of smorgasbord may be correct. What a wonderful word, uh, smorgasbord. Almost almost wants to say smorgasbord. Like, you barely, you don't have to worry. Like, smorgasbord is very, especially borg. Like, it's the kind of thing you could mutter, and, you know, like, it uh, doesn't take a lot of effort. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So the intro is like 12 minutes of me metaphorically trying to describe what the podcast is. After 600-something episodes, I'm totally not clear on, uh, I'm still not clear on what, it, what exactly how it works. Uh, I know why it's here. It's to help you, uh, to help you fall asleep, uh, to get a good night's rest, because I feel like you deserve it. And I'm I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar with the smorgasbord of thoughts I have at bedtime. Uh, they just keep coming, and uh, they want to talk to me. They want me to do stuff. They want my attention. Sometimes I can't even rein them in. And I'm also a smorgasbord of other reasons. I can't sometimes, uh, like uh, lately for me, I think I've talked about it. It's like I could keep waking up. Uh, I don't even got to pee. I just wake up. I say, what the heck? I want to go back to sleep now. Or not being able to, whatever it is. Uh, like, I, that's why I make the show. I've been there. And I said, well, like, you know what I would like is someone to sit near my bed to keep me company, to be there for me, especially when I couldn't sleep as a kid. That's what I really wanted. Just say, hey, I don't even know if I can help you fall asleep, but I'll be here to keep you company because I know how much it sucks. That's really what the, that's the nature, the purpose in the essence of this podcast is I want to be here for you uh, because I know it sucks. uh, And I think you deserve a good night's sleep. And I'd like to, the weird thing is, I guess after this, I try to take your mind off of it. Uh, When I was a kid, I listened to Dr. Demento, this comedy radio show. And now as an adult, I try different stuff. Uh, <laughs> none of it works. Uh, I've, tried, I've tried a lot of stuff for, for me. It you know, works for some people. And uh, so I said, well, geez, maybe I could take, maybe I could tell some goofy stories. I have a smorgasbord of uh, pointless stories in my brain. And that's what I try to do is three times a week I'm here. 
and talk about three different things. Uh, tonight it'll be our uh, ongoing serial ser- or, uh, episodic series uh, after the glass slipper. You know, Sunday nights are TV show recaps, and uh, Tuesday nights are, are just uh, one-off stories. Uh, so there's a variety of things to, to choose from that should distract you. So they say, well, like, uh, just thinking about a smorgasbord, that's kind of a timeless, I guess it isn't timeless because you can't really, I think you could, maybe in the seventies there were still smorgasbords. doesn't really, I think when the, when the invention of signs came out, they said, well, we can't fit, can't fit smorgasbord on a sign. I think in the U.S. it could be traced back to the interstate system. And I think that was uh, Eisenhower, maybe. And they said, well, that was the end of the smorgasbord. I don't know. I don't think Helen listens to the show often, but Helen Z, if you're listening, how about some? How about smorgasbord? That's a nice word. I might have to email. And by the way, check out the Illusionist podcast. Uh, it, 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 like uh, smorgasbord. It's a word that feels good in your head. Like, it does. Like, I don't know if you can... Go ahead and say it with me. You can mumble. It's smorgasbord. It's got a good upper palate vibration for me. And it's kind of comforting. I think, like, it's it's a comforting word about comfort food. Smorgasbord. <laughs> I could say it all day. Uh, but I did promise I'd try to make a short intro. Usually these intros are 12 minutes. And I said, well, let's see if we make a short intro of what happens. Uh... It kind of like testing out thoughts. They say, well, what if I listen to a strange podcast where this man meanders and chatters and doesn't go? And will, will that help me fall asleep? I don't know. That's what I'm here for, though. Oh, also, if you're new, this podcast, you don't really need to listen to it too closely. The stories will kind of make sense, and they'll have a mini, middle beginning and end. Mental, mental, I don't know what a mental is, but... uh I don't know, there won't be, I haven't had any minnow stories with minnows, but, uh, uh, so, so it's a podcast you can kind of listen to, but you don't need to listen to it, but also you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here. I'll be here for about an hour. I'll be here all the way to the end, uh, in case you can't fall asleep or so you have plenty of time to just drift off, to relax. I put a lot of work into it to keep you company. So if it takes you 40 minutes to drift off, I'll be here. I'll be here talking. I'll be here using my creaky dulcet tones. I'll be here in the deep, dark night for you. And I, I say this every intro because I mean it. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep uh, or walk you or escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, so thanks so much for stopping by. And uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here uh, to to put you to sleep uh, or help you while you fall asleep, whatever it is. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and fresh play. Uh, press play, press play, actually. Uh, or you could say, hey, like blankety blank, play, play the Sleep With Me podcast. So a lot of speakers will do it. But whatever, however you do it. Uh, well, now I mix myself up because all you need to do is get in bed. Oh, I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up, whether it's stuff that you're thinking about. Uh, physically feeling, emotionally dealing with, uh, 
noises, travel, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. Uh, that's why I'm kind of trying to create this smooth, calm, gentle, and most importantly, welcoming and, and I guess, understanding a place that I'm glad you found. I hope this podcast can help you. What I'm going to try to do is keep you company in the deep, dark nights. I'm going to try to distract you, uh, like to take your mind off stuff, as I said, while you drift over the threshold from wake to sleep. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness uh, that will silently, I have wings that silently flap, so I guess they don't flap. But they do. They silently flap, and uh, if there's any clapping, it'll be silent clapping. If there was, if I was a kitten and I was lapping, uh, it would be silent as well. Uh, so ideally, you'll be napping. And usually, I try to limit the rhymes and the sing-song stuff uh, to the opening. Now, if you're new here, um, here's a, here's a couple of things to know just to set you up. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. But give it a few tries. I hope it can help you. Uh, structurally, the first like six minutes or so of the show are business. Since it's a sleep podcast, we got to do that up front. And uh, then we have the, the intro. Intro is usually around 12 to 14 to 16 minutes, to, to, to maybe 15 minutes, sometimes 13 minutes. And those are kind of... Uh, like, you can skip them. The timestamp is in the episode, but they're kind of there to kind of set the mood. Some people use them while they're looking out the window or while they're brushing their teeth. Uh, like, you could look at yourself blankly and give yourself a thumbs up in the mirror. How about that? You know, you could use it before bed or it could be the way you ease into sleep. And so there'll be an intro. Then there'll be the episode tonight. We'll be talking about TNG. Uh, an episode about uh, uh, Lakswana Troy or Lakwana Troy, uh, Counselor Troy's mother. De- her name's Deanna Troy. Just realized that uh, just now. I mean, I knew that, but I like I forget these things. Uh, so th- then I'll talk about Star Trek at the Next Generation for about forty-five or fifty minutes. Whether you watch Star Trek or not, really not that important. I mean, some people that are really hardcore fans like might find it like a uh, evocative but for the regular people it'd just be kind of like a bedtime story about that happens on a spaceship and actually most of this one is about uh relationships and uh more, well not really day-to-day stuff but uh it was like a slice of life episode maybe i don't know what you'd call it uh, so that's the structure of the show a couple other things about the podcast if you knew you don't really need to listen like i'm here to take your mind off stuff to keep you company in the deep dark night to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, whatever it, whatever you're comfortable, whatever role you're comfortable, just like a friend coming over to talk to you while you fall asleep. You, but you don't have to like a, that's the ideal, uh, I guess, archetype for the podcast would be like, uh, like a friend that comes over and talks, but you say, Hey, I'm not going to like, tell me about your day. Cause you're the worst at you. Like it always tells, it takes you forever. Uh, but I'm not going to listen to you. And your friend goes, hmm, like a, like a relationship where your friend actually, they, like that's not like even like uh, insulting. Like somehow they get energy from that. Like it would be like uh, if there was a scientific discovery, and one day there probably will be, like, may, like maybe accidental, but they'll say, 
at one point we thought there was just introverts and extroverts and, you know, endothermic stuff and extra whatever thermic stuff and exoskeletons and endoskeletons, you know. Then we, like, then we met Scoots and he's actually in uh, a metavert and what that means is that he makes up words and one day he, 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 you know, he won the lottery and he bought the rights to the meaning of metavert. And he also bought all of the major, like most of the university. Do, do, trust me, this point in, in, uh, in, in uh, so metavert means, uh, you know, because the introvert gets their energy. It's like they, like it takes, they expend energy interacting with others. Extroverts, and I know this is simplistic, but Scoots' explanations are all on napkins with crayon. And extroverts kind of get their energy from interacting. Uh, scoots, it turns out, the metaverts uh, get their energy from talking and being not being listened to. Uh, but it, it's some sort of comforting, like vibrational thing. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's the truth about this podcast. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I do find it comforting knowing my rambling can help you fall asleep. Because one of the reasons is I've been there. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm on... Uh, I've had like four straight nights of uh, like wake ups and trouble getting back to sleep, and uh, it's been kind of baffling. I mean, I have a lot of stuff on my mind, so that's a big part of it. But you know, when you wake up, it, it, like, and a lot of people do listen to podcasts when they wake up to, to get back to sleep, and I'll try to be gentle about it. But like, where you're like, you're not even sure you should find out what time it is, but then you're tossing and turning. And then you're like, well, if it's like 15 minutes before my alarm, then like I might as well give up. But if it's like uh, over an hour, then I'm in a pickle. If it's over three hours, then I'm in great shape. Uh, like these are the kind of, you know, after this is what happens after midnight, you know. And for me, it's always been it's always in that zone where it's like, OK, it's like uh, less than three hours before my alarm, but more than 15 minutes. And every night this week, and then last night was a heat wave. So last week, I mean, so it's like, uh, not only have I been there, I'm there right now. Um, and like this, usually I, I don't have like middle of the night wake ups where I can't get back to sleep. But like I said, like uh, sometimes your brain, whatever it is that's keeping awake, like uh, I know what it's like lying there and then trying to decide what you should do. Why can't I just fall back asleep instantly? Then why can't get comfortable? You know that. But it was, so I kind of intervene on that because uh, I'm here for you because it can relate to what you're going through. I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And so what I'll try to do is just talk about Star Trek in uh, like a way that'll be kind of engaging enough for you to listen. And you'll say, "Hmm, okay, I'm kind of familiar with what uh, Scoots is talking about. I'm not sure if he's uh, accurate. If that's Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac." Because the band is Fleetwood Mac, not Fleekwood Mac. And I say, it's not Fleekwood Matt. Uh, is it Matt Fle- Fleekwood? Is there a character named Mac Fleekwood? And you might find, ideally, I give you a little, little bit of the board giggles or a giggle spritz where you almost, like, smile. Your lip turns just enough that you get those positive neurons firing but they're kind of like poofing and then firing. I don't fire any neurons. I poof neurons. 
you know, I don't activate neurotransmitters. I warm them up a little bit, you know, like, like almost like when you're rubbing something, you know, like there won't be any, like there won't be any neurotransmission, but there'll be like neural shrugs, like, uh, like all those things, you know, like a ganglia, they, they, like I, I say stuff like ganglia is great. If I knew what a ganglia was, I'd say, uh, and I might say ganglion. I don't, I'm not fluent in ganglion. So if you're listening, uh, ideally you say, well, ganglion, it, it's right up there. It's like on the cusp of being, uh, like it's pleasant to say, but it, sometimes it's unpleasant to think about because you say, it's got that ganglia, like, like, uh, Leon's great. Uh, like, like, a gang, I guess that could have mixed meanings, you know, but like, 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 you say, okay, ganglion, Leon, so maybe I'll just say Leon now, that's a nice word. And I, so ideally, like you say, okay, I can kind of listen to this guy, but he's not really, he's trying to make somewhat sensible sense, uh, but either he takes forever to get there, he gets lost on the way, and he gets confused, like he's the only one who's given directions when he's lost, uh, and that's a unique skill to have. And uh, be careful, like uh, make sure you like uh, leave the area if you're lost and you're given directions. Uh, make sure you're putting people to sleep, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's basically how the podcast works. Uh, like it doesn't actually put you to sleep; it keeps you company while you fall asleep, or if you can't sleep. Uh, if you're lying there and it's like at 3.50 in the morning, like it has been a couple times for me this week, uh, be there as your friend uh, or your, pro- like, you know, proxy for your friend. Your, uh, what did I say, your me- me- metavert or whatever did I say, introvert, uh, whatever that made-up word I said is, uh, like, to, to, to be there. Because, you like, uh, I don't know, take your mind off stuff uh, to goof around. because. Uh, I know it's tough. It's tough being human, and uh, everybody's got a lot going on, and there's that freaking, you know, there's stuff. you got all that, so it's like, uh, I want to be here for you. And uh, I'm glad you tried this podcast. I'd appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep, all right? All right. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts and thinking. Uh, my, my, my brain just started thinking right when I was in the middle of that sentence, uh, like physical sensations, uh, Emotional things, distractions, mind, you know, mind moving, hopefully no mind melding. Maybe we'll talk about that because I don't even know what that really means. Uh, but whatever it is that's keeping you awake, um, uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. And I'm going to say safe place, uh, just like it was the 80s. You know, but but whether you're 80 or your name's be incorrectly said by me, BB88, uh, who will be returning to the screen soon, I believe. Uh, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. If you're new, oh, what am I do? I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing. 
creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, comforting presence if I can provide that. I'll be here. I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, uh, here's the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast, so we got to put them up front. Uh, if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener, please remember uh, uh, how you want to support the show when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow. Sponsors are spreading the word or supporting us on Patreon. Those are the most efficient ways. And uh, uh, so that's the first six minutes. Then we have an intro, which we've just begun. That's usually about 12 to 14 to 17 to 11 minutes. Um, and usually I try to create a metaphor. Sometimes I overuse alliteration. Tonight will be a perfect opportunity because I try to create a metaphor to describe what the podcast is. And, you know, tonight I might be using mind-melding and mentalists because uh, I don't know if I've talked about any of that in the intro before. And, I, you know... It's a subject my mind can barely scratch the surface of. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I, I, I said that already. Thanks, brain. My brain likes to remind me. Like, uh, But I'm here to create a safe place so you know we can make mistakes, by the way, brain. Glad you're here, brain. I uh, wouldn't be here without you. But oom. little uh, inside joke between me and my brain. It's not a joke. My brain just said, I wouldn't be here without my brain. Of course I'm relying on you. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm so lucky to have a brain that overthinks. Uh, okay, save the sarcasm for, uh, like, uh, my limbic system. Totally. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Like, I'm told, don't go somatic on me, brain, whatever that Oh, that's the emo- Is that the limbic system? Please, brain, tell me more. That was sarcasm. I got to get out of my brain. So anyway, uh, so it's the intro. And it's kind of to set the mood. If you're new, it's to kind of welcome you. Some people skip the intro. Some people fall asleep during the intro. People call their pets during the intro. People like do lotion, you know, lotion application, uh, pillow placement, uh, you know, adjusting, you know, making sure the top's on your water, your lights are shutting out, whatever it is. Uh, that's what the intro's here for. It's for prepping. Or for falling asleep. You can't really misuse the intro. Uh, then there'll be a story portion of the show. Tonight we're going to be covering the Fearless Flyer. The summer, this summer in Fearless Flyers, maybe. Or, or I, I think, in explaining what Trader Joe's is. And then, you know, me carping, as they say, about how Trader Joe's doesn't sponsor the podcast. Uh, and why would they when I just give them free advertising and spend all my money there? Uh yeah, you know, and why do I make this? I guess I had trouble falling asleep, believe it or not. Uh, but if you're new, you're also under you're under no pressure to fall asleep, um, and you're under no pressure to listen. I'll be here to keep you company. This podcast doesn't actually put you to sleep. It's here as companion while you drift off. Uh, I'll be here at your side or at the foot of your bed or across the room, you know, keeping company. And as you drift off, I'm here just to distract you. I'm here in a service role. And if you want, I could even, you know, I, if like if it helps, you could picture me pet, like uh, curled up like a pet on the ground in a roll, you know, rolled up uh, like, a, like a puppy. Uh, actually, I think regular dogs are better curling up in balls than puppies. Uh, puppies do more lounging. 
so that's the intro, then the story, then there's some thank yous at the end. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. There are a percentage of listeners that don't fall asleep, and I'm here whether you're asleep or you're awake. I'll be here for you. Uh, I'm dedicated. I've been doing the show uh, when this comes out for over four years because uh, uh, you, you deserve a good night's sleep. That, that's really uh, one of the things that drives me. The other thing that drives me is I've been there uh, feeling alone, tossing and turning. And if my goofing around can help, uh, I'd be honored to. So no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to listen. Like, believe me, you're going to quickly learn. Because, uh, okay, so I had these two words that popped into my brain. Uh, I guess technically it would be three words, mind meld and mentalist. Uh, and I think mentalists uh, uh, probably were people that perform. I don't even know what a mind meld is. I, I think it's like similar to a mind reading I think it's like if you take a mind reader in a, in a seance and you combine them into a magic show, that may be, that's one kind of mind meld. You know, the other kind of mind meld, I think, it, well, like maybe there's three kinds. I guess, oh boy, I didn't realize how deep we could go with this mind melding stuff. I guess then there's another one, you know, that usually happens in a laboratory with Tesla coils and bubbling stuff, uh, and, you know, someone with an assistant, a scientist with the E, V to the I to the L to be, you know, maybe just a, like a genius, misguided genius scientist, uh, or just a misguided scientist too. And they may try mind melding. I mean, of course, who's our favorite mad scientist is, is uh, Rick uh, from Rick and Morty. And I don't know if, there, I mean, there is a lot of my, near mind melding action I'm thinking of an episode, like, or demelt. There was a demelding episode this season, season three. Or, well, anyway, I don't want to get too distracted here. So, I can, but, uh, so that's one kind of mind melding where you're combining two minds, or, you know, and then there's like, um, the movie. This would be, I guess this is mind melding. It's mind changing, though. I guess it isn't melding. Uh, there's the movies, like, um, of course, none of the names. They, like the one I watched the most as a kid was uh, Kirk Cameron and uh, Dudley Moore, uh, where they changed brain, like they their minds, like uh, I don't think they melded or big. That was more. That wasn't a mind melding either. Pondering mind melding in in cinema. Uh, it's of course three hundred one. It's uh, by adjunct professor Scooter. So there, there's one with Jodie Foster, I think, um, uh, maybe. And I remember the one with Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore. I think um, who else has been in a mind-melding one? But, but those are like more like switcheroo movies. I think they're usually called the, the switcheroo. 16 to 31 or something. 31 going on 16. That was a more modern one, I think. It was something like that. 16 going on th- 12 going on 30. I guess it's more of a brain change uh, or consciousness change. I don't. I guess it is a full brain change because uh, in the Dudley Moore Kirk Cameron one, uh, Kirk Cameron's a teen, and uh, Dudley Moore's a surgeon, and the brain switch. So then, uh, the high school body of Kirk Cameron has Dudley Moore's brain. And I know I can hear what you're saying. Isn't Dudley more English and Kirk Cameron's like uh, from the Midwest? And I'd say possibly. I'm not sure. 
you may be getting Arthur. It'd be cool if Arthur changed his brain with Dudley Moore. What do, okay, here's a question. Being John Malkovich, is that an example of mind melding in cinema? That'll be on the quiz uh, in my course. I have the first Coursera course never to have zero customers. Uh, because uh, I only ask questions. What's the course? It's questions about mind melding in modern cinema. Cinema or sim 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 cinema? Well, one of those things. Uh, so I guess we like there like mind melding's a topic I can talk about clearly. And uh, here's the thing: I'll I'll uh, I'll take my meld to my mind right now and make a proposal for you. Were you thinking about whatever was keeping you awake while while I was going on that tangent there? And I didn't even get to mentalists, but uh, maybe for, I'll have to save that for another time. That is one of the characters uh, that I want to write. And one of the more, like, they're, they're a kind of magician, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I'm not a foremost expert on mentalism. And I think I find all magic, like, I easily fooled. So I love magic and I love mentalism, you know, when it's for entertainment purposes only. Like, don't, don't, don't try melding with my mind. Because uh, it'll be like it'll be your problem. It'll be good luck with that. Yeah, but like I love like uh, you know like they'd say like this is a very basic example of mental. They say think of a number between one and one thousand, and they and they would guess the number instantly. And you say, how the heck did you do that? Uh, they say nine hundred sixty-four. And you say, whoa. And they say, well, I mind meld. You know, maybe I maybe they did mind meld. Uh, that would be more of a number, like, so that's a mentalist. I don't know what that has to do with anything other than I think mentalists, maybe that's part of their act. I don't want to say that, but their performance, uh, that at some point they mind meld with, like, an audience member, you know, to do something cool. But, yeah, so, so yeah, by the way, it's a podcast to put you to sleep, believe it or not. I'm, I'm here to help you fall asleep. I'm just here to ramble, to distract you with stuff just on the edge of inane banter, uh, you know, ba- barely, you know, barely banter, kind of like with a banter cast. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this show is because I've been there. I had, I have like a, uh, Woke up at five this morning, so um, tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting back to trouble staying asleep, I guess, in that case. Uh, so if I can help you, it would be my honor because I really do deserve to think you deserve. I really do deserve to think that you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and I hope I can help this podcast. So unfortunately, it doesn't work for everybody. I get, you know, uh, clearly, but some of you may have already hung up, and I understand that. Some of you may still be listening. And believe me, I got it. I've gotten every email already. So don't get it. Don't, you know, just go, you know, move on. Check out uh, some, maybe check out some Coursera courses or something. LibriVox. Uh, there's other podcasts out there that, uh, you know, or, you know, nature sounds, uh, old time radio. That's another thing that's popular to fall asleep to. So check some of that stuff. out. I'm sorry. It can't help. Uh, but you know, give it a few tries. That's what almost every review says. Uh, first time you listen to the show, you're like, what the heck? Second time you say, what's up with it? Why is this, uh, why is this dulcet so creaky? Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome 
Yeah, this is Sleep With Me, a podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is take a, create, take a regular place and make it safe, a safe place. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, travel, events, whatever's keeping you up, I'd like to distract you from that. The way I'm going to do it is create a safe place where you can set aside all that stuff that's keeping you awake. Uh, maybe I mix it. A lot of times I mix up these, uh, like, uh, how, how, the way I'm going to create the safe place, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I mean, I've only done like 600 something of these, like, uh, intros. Uh, send my voice across the deep, dark, and I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Pointless meanders, like uh, extra stuff, you know, mumbles, uh, word trips, word spillage. Uh, but really, I'm glad you're here. I want to create a safe place where you feel uh, secure, welcome, invited, uh, in some sense special, because I'm really glad you're here. And I really think you've taken a step to kind of try to help yourself fall asleep, so I hope I can help uh and what I'm going to do is I'm going to be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. This is a podcast to put you to sleep. Technically, it's just here while you fall asleep. It's a podcast you barely need to listen to. You can just kind of tune into it, see how it goes, see what happens. Uh, play, play it by ear. I guess it's kind of a pun. Or don't play it by ear. You know, barely play it by ear. Sleep with me. Barely play it by ear. Don't let your, you know, don't play around with your ear. Just let your ear sit there. Uh, so don't play around with your, don't play, you could play with your ears if that's comforting, you know, gently. Because it really won't get in the way. This is a podcast you kind of listen to. It's here. It's rambling. Kind of like, like when you're doing yard work uh, back in the day, you would listen to, sometimes people would listen to baseball or autumn they'd listen to football. Or at least my dad would. And my dad was never into super into sports, but he would put those on when he was doing yard work or outdoors work. And it was kind of a comforting background noise. You wouldn't even be really listening to it. It'd just be kind of a presence there, a reassuring, distracting presence to say, hey, well, I'm not really raking leaves here. I'm uh, only kind of paying attention to the raking the leaves part. I guess for me, now, I don't live in a part of the country, well, I don't have a yard, and I don't live in a part of the country where the leaves necessarily fall off. So I don't do a lot of leaf raking, but I grew up in uh, upstate New York where you would rake leaves, and then you would rake them into a pile, and you would jump in the pile. It's never the same as when they did it on cartoons, but it could be pretty good. And I guess for kids, that's the only purpose for raking leaves. And I guess even as an adult, uh, well, let me introduce the podcast. Hopefully we'll come back to these this leave raking thing. If you're new, you don't need to listen, but you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for at least an hour to keep you company, uh, to be your companion in the deep, dark night, to distract you, uh, to reassure you, to validate you. It's tough being able to not being able to fall asleep. I've been there. Uh, so I'd like to help. So I'll be here talking about, you know, kind of stupid stuff. And then I'll tell a story after the glass slipper, our, uh, episodic series that comes in modular formats, you know, I'll do some nonsense making. Hopefully I'll put a smile on your face or make you feel warm. 
and uh, like uh, that you can cuddle in, you can nestle in, because I'm here to help. Uh, uh, but what was I saying? I was talking about leaves, but oh, so if you're new though, okay, so structure of the show first six minutes are business, uh, otherwise, what we do. So if you sat through that, if you, you know. I understand, like, uh, but uh, that's how we keep the podcast free and all our archives free. And everyone that supports the sponsors or is a patron, like, uh, that's how we keep the show going. So if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener, just remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, sleep with me. It's podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, and you'll figure out the rest and say, okay, let me figure out how to check that or whatever. Uh, so six minutes of business, then there's the intro, which we're like maybe six minutes into, that kind of tries to explain the podcast through uh, a senseless, like tonight we'll try to explain it through leaf raking, raking of leaves. Uh, then there's a story, the story's about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and uh, then there's some thank yous, so you sh- sh- I'll be here about an hour to keep, I'll be here for you. That's all, all I can tell you. Hopefully it helps you fall asleep. Uh, give a few uh, show a few tries. It, uh, you know, I may grow on you, or I may grow on your nerves, and if it doesn't work for you, I understand. Try some LibriVox or some old time radio or something else. You know, I hope I hope you find something that does help you fall asleep. So I think I forgot about all the leaf metaphors I had. So so we, oh yeah, here's here's like I don't understand a lot about raking leaves because I've never owned a. A yard. I've never, like, as an adult, uh, I've always lived in apartments. Or, like, I think once or twice I lived in a rented house uh, with people. But, uh, so as a kid, the whole purpose of break leaves was so you could jump in them. And the fringe benefits were leaves have a good, nice smell. They have really nice sounds to them, depending on the degree of how dried out and how fresh they are. The ground in the fall, the grass has its thinner. So the, the 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 earth has a different smell, and you're outdoors. And then the you know my dad would be playing uh, football or something on the radio, so that creates another layer. I mean, I guess in the nostalgic sense, another layer of nostalgia. But uh, I don't know, just something about that format and and the background noise, and even those inconsistent the consistency. And the rhythm, and then the fall air, the feeling of the fall air. Then also important is the fall sun, because uh, you really don't want to be raking leaves if there's not sun out. And probably like you're talking about a th- two or three p.m. sun, uh, which I guess I don't know. I, you know, I'm not a um, colorist, but I'd say you know it's a little bit straw-like at that time. And it's weak, no offense to the sun, but it is a weak autumn, so, late, so I guess it's a late autumn sun we're talking about. And you're raking the leaves in order to jump in them. And I think the whole, I mean, maybe that's a good system. I mean, it, I don't know if that's evolution, probably not, but uh, to say, hey, if we rake these leaves, then you can jump in them. But then you gotta got to rake them again. And also transferring them, like raking them into a pile and then having to put them in a garbage can and carry them and all that stuff. That was never fun. Yeah, but here was always my question. I guess I never got a clear answer to it. And maybe common sense, you know, would pr- prove me. But I guess I always said, why don't, why don't you just leave the, le- leave the leaves alone? Like, why do you need to rake leaves? And it, like, I thought there was something called, you know, you try, you, especially if you take the leaves and you put them in compost, 
Like, uh, why not just let the leaves compost where they lie? Let the leaves lie, I guess, would be what, uh, if I was singing a song, I'd say lie to lie. Let the leaves lie. You know, let's, and maybe that's, they're not sleeping, but because they're, they're in the deep sleep, uh, permanent sleep of uh, let sleeping leaves lie. And I can hear somebody saying, well, it's not good for the grass or whatever. And I say, well, hello, it's 2017. Uh, I think the verdict on grass, as nice as it is and as much as I love to lie in it, is out. Uh, but even if it's not, uh, really? Like, uh, I, like, is that proven? Can you show me some studies, uh, primary source, please? Uh, like, I'm not kidding. Like, if, if, so if you live in Syracuse, New York, where I grew up in the leaves, your yard's full of leaves, you leave it and then it snows. That's somehow worse for your grass than if you rake the leaves and then it snows. Uh, I mean, I would think the leaves, maybe the leaves, they don't deteriorate. So then you got to rake them in the spring. I mean, wouldn't they put some nutrients in the soil over the winter? It gives all those, like, uh, aerating uh, forest friends a chance to hide out. And maybe they're mating under those leaves and stuff. Uh, it just never got – and plus, I just didn't want to do it. Like, I'd say, okay, I don't mind raking leaves and making a pile somewhere in the yard and jumping in them. I'll rake them for that. But uh, I don't know. Is, am I the only person that's always wondered that question? Uh, it, like, I feel like this is one thing I feel like uh, totally ignorant alone on. And you could reach out to me and let me know at uh, the, the, uh, the let leave, you know, hashtag let leaving leave, leave, like, leave, 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 uh, maybe I need something better than that. I'm not good at hashtags, I guess. I mean, hashtag, I don't even know, let leaving leaves lie or hashtag alliteration. Autumn alliteration. How about that? There's a double. There's a double double. Uh, but seriously, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I never understood that. We'll see, we can. Okay, well, it's one thing if you're uh, you're you're really bold. Like, you lived in the late the 80s. You say, well, just put them on the corner. They'll go to in the garbage dump. I mean, I could see people saying, well, that's not sustainable. But then you say, well, what are we burning all this energy for? Wait, so we're going to put the leaves in a compost pile uh, for what? Oh, to sprinkle on the yard in the spring. You say, hold the phone, uh, cowboy. What are we, like, I got a, I got a crazy idea. Let's just leave, leave them there. Well, you can't do that. You can't. And I guess maybe it's like a neighbor thing. They say, hey, Ackerman, your yard's full of friggin' leaves. It looks like it's autumn. I mean, I guess I'm making a straw man argument because they say, yeah, no crap, it is autumn and it's great. Uh, you want some, come over for some cider. Yeah, the kids are going to jump in the leaves later and then they're just going to leave it. They're going to kick around in the leaf pile, spread it out because I know we can't just leave leaf piles everywhere. You know, we're not, uh, you know, totally feral at this house. Uh, but, oh, yeah, you know it's autumn when our yard's full of leaves. It's great. Uh, nature's compost, they say. Because literally, it is nature's compost. I don't think, uh, and you know who loves it? All our forest friends. We're the most popular yard on the block. Uh, all the worms, that's where they hang, under the leaves in our yard. And they they totally, our, our soil is so aerated. And you say, well, is this like, these, yeah, this is drought resistant, man. Like just leaving leaves around. And I know you'll know it's Halloween when you'll hear those leaves going across the street. Uh, 
and when that lovely Halloween sound of the leaves on the road and the wind. So you also have us to thank for that. So, yeah, I think I am doing a great job leaving my yard full of leaves, if you don't mind me, you know, punning around. Uh, you know, but otherwise, leave me alone. Uh, get it, you know. Uh, you get it? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you were here to try to get me to turn over a new leaf or just to, uh, you know, like uh, overpun things, but... Uh, I'm sure, like, smarter listeners than me came up with ten more puns that I just missed. Uh, so rake that into a pun pile and jump in that one. So if you're new here, um, the podcast is a little bit like like that. It's uh, That was a tangent, and sometimes I'll go on those tangents and I'll say, huh, well, why, you know. And those of you that are more reasonable, that are, like, a little bit more well-adjusted like you, uh, you'll say, Scoots, you're joking, right? You don't, you know about the, uh, you you know how bad a yard looks full of leaves, or you say, you know, it's not good for the grass. You're just kidding us, right? Uh, and uh, you know, I'm a def- you know, I'm a good citizen. I rake my leaves, uh, and you could just have a laugh at my expense because I'm serious. Uh, I mean, if I was like, uh, maybe I'll run. I don't know. I won't ever run for any office, but. Uh, You'd say who's running? Who's on the on the leave the leaves alone platform? Who's on? Is is that a is the Green Party? Oh, they're with comp. They say composted. Uh, they didn't. They didn't get that memo I said about nature's compost. Oh, they said the only natural compost is the one between. Oh, between my ears. That's hilarious. Yeah. So there's no one taking up my leaf platform. Leave the leaves alone. Uh, hey ho, hey ho, let's go. Uh, well, I just want to know if, okay, so I'm all alone with my leaves. Uh, okay, well, uh, I guess it, the leaves, the, the leaves, uh, nothing else to be said about it. Uh, so if you're new here, that's kind of podcast. Creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Friendly, uh, friendly though. You say, well, what's more friendly than a glass of cider and kids jumping in leaves? The autumn wind, or a sports radio, local sports radio. Uh, that, so that's it. I'm glad you're here. I really hope this podcast can help you fall asleep because I've been there. I'm losing my voice uh, suddenly. Yeah, but we're already f- to 15 minutes into this one. So I appreciate you coming by. I appreciate you checking out the podcast. And I really hope I really earn to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations. Uh, you know, things, whatever's keeping you awake. Like, it could be mind, body, past, present, future, travel. Uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. I'm going to create a safe place here. I think maybe I already said that. I always get mixed up in these intros. My brain my brain kind of folds in on itself a little bit. Uh, people talk about folding. I don't, I don't know. But I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. If it's any of that stuff, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to Send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, 
it's slow, like uh, filler words. I'll be using, I'll be folding in the filler words. Believe it or not, I'll be using spiller words and chiller words. Also, words words that rhyme. No, but like spiller words, uh, like I, I stumble over my words as they spill out of my mouth. Uh, so spiller words, chiller words are like, hey, glad you're here. You can chill because this is a safe place made just for you. If you're new here, welcome. So those are chiller words that are spilling out of my mouth. Uh, and that uh, was a collection of filler words. Mm, uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, I'm glad, I am glad you're here. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. Kind of required on a sleep podcast to do that up front. Uh, if you're a regular listener, really essential if you're hearing this uh when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, say, well, geez, so like, uh, do, like, uh, maybe I go, should go to sleep with me podcast.com or, uh, how, how do I support sleep with me? But if you're new, not that important. So that's the first six minutes. Then we have an intro. Usually the intro is around 12 minutes of me trying to explain the podcast using a misguided metaphor, filler words, chiller words, and spiller words. And, you know, I might as well just say it if I was, you know, I'd be Triller Words, uh, maybe with a DZ, but maybe that's too on the nose. I'd just be Triller Words. I think if I was Triller Words, it'd probably disqualify me from dating Trillian from Hitchhiker's Guide. Because it'd probably be like, she'd be like, oh, no, you're more of a brother-like figure to me, especially since you're Triller Words. what well, you know? What am I going to do? That's the story. Anyway, oh, if you're new here, sorry, we're already going off on a few senseless tangents. Uh, so there's the intro. Oh, I guess I was exa- show the intro kind of explains what the podcast is by by uh, mis 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 explaining it. Uh, you can see. Oh, well, he does have words spilling out of his mouth. Uh, word puddles. We do have those here. Don't have any word sponges, but believe me, this is a podcast. You don't got to worry about cleaning up after me. And just because it's a podcast doesn't mean you really have to listen to it. You can kind of barely listen to this one. It's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company, and to put you to sleep. So it's supposed to just distract you, like kind of engage you. And you could stop listening whenever you want. It's also a podcast to, to be here while you fall asleep. I say it's a podcast to put you to sleep because that's what makes most sense. But really, I'll just be here while you fall asleep. I'll keep you company in the deep, dark night. I'll be here for at least an hour. So you don't got to worry about falling asleep. There's no pressure. That's what the chiller words are here to uh, to convey is you can chill the whole time. I'll be here till the end. There'll be after the podcast, we'll be talking about Star Trek Next Generation for about 40, 45 minutes, and we'll have the thank yous. So I'll be here to help you fall asleep, and uh, I'll be folding all that stuff in. And uh, so if you're new here, those are like, uh, I think that's all you need to know. I'm glad you're here. Uh, this is a podcast to take your mind off. I think I already said that. Oh, it, like, uh, I was going to talk about folding, and I realized, uh, what, what what can I talk about? Fold like it's because you know there's like a like when you talk about folding, like there's a lot of paper folding with universe metaphors. I remember in uh, that movie, its name I forget, with Matthew McConaughey, Interstellar. There was a folding of paper to describe the universe. 
I think also Matthew McConaughey was in another TV miniseries where there was, uh, you know, flat circles and paper and tin cans. I think most time travel movies, at some point, a character sits down with a piece of paper, too, and says, uh, you know, here's time. Here's where we are. I don't know if Marty McFly and Doc Brown did that, though. Anyway, I was going to talk about folding, but I said, well, like, like, what about folding clothes? I got two things of laundry on my couch right now to be folded. And I'd say, and I don't think this is a surprise if you're a regular listener, I'm pretty mediocre at folding clothes. And it's always on my to-do list to reorganize my drawers. Uh, cause, and I don't know why, like, I, like, I guess I do know why I fold my clothes. Cause it'd be like, they go from like, if you fold them, in my case, they'll be wrinkly. They still need to be ironed, even t-shirts. It just, cause when I touch things, I guess when you leave your laundry on the couch for a few days, it becomes wrinkled. But then when you fold it, like, as long as you fold it in like two or three days and you don't take a nap on the clothes, they're not impossibly wrinkled. But if I was to just say, well, I'm not folding clothes anymore, and I just shoved them in a drawer, they would be impossibly wrinkled. Uh, you know, it's not for me. It's for my daughter. I say, well, you know, I want to be presentable for her. Uh, and I guess I, like, uh, I've lived most of my life impossibly wrinkled. Impossibly wrinkled. There's another uh, book title. Put it on the list. Uh, Gingerbread Press 2028. Uh, impossibly wrinkled it sounds a bit like a david sedaris uh but probably mine would be like uh the the, the, the you know the, like a lower they'd say well he's more of a lower sedaris uh he's more of a da- you know daris or uh just he's just the is anyway i thought i was going to talk oh i was talking about folding clothes uh but there is something kind of comp- I mean, here's the thing like with folding clothes in bedtime for me it's like uh the past two nights I've said, well, let me just get those clothes banged out uh, at bedtime. And then I'm like, well, I'm just so tired. I got to go to bed. Uh, and luckily, the, the first two nights, my my brain bots gave me a pass. They haven't done any laundry shaming. But I'm sure tonight now I've thought about saying, well, why didn't you fold those clothes? Would you like? Uh, and there's something about the anticipation both at bedtime and with these tasks that people like me, maybe you can relate, kind of avoid, almost for mysterious reasons. It's not really that painful to fold laundry, but anticipating, that's a weird thing. It's like anticipating folding laundry is a terribly, I say, look, it's going to be awful. I can't, that's why I can't fold laundry. It's so awful. And you can see how they could feed into my cycle of sleeplessness because uh, then you say, well, why can't, like, it's then another part of your brain that pretends to be sensible says, well, why can't you just fold the laundry it's so easy? And he said, well, where the heck were you? Like, like now I'm in bed and I've got, you know, I've got my feet bombed. You know, I got my wubby here. I'm sucking my thumb, but, you know, but not sucking my thumb, but, uh, yeah, why, why, like it, well, just if you were more, if you were more rigorous about your, uh, you know, they said, then you'd have folded that laundry. I thought we were turning over a new leaf. And they say, yeah, well, why, I, when I had a chance to turn over a new leaf, I was tired. And, uh, it just seemed so, it seemed like such a monumental task, the folding of laundry. And believe it or not, this is where, this is like, I guess this is a good parallel. Because sometimes they say, well, just put on Harmontown. 
and start folding the laundry and, uh, like, uh, listen to Harmontown. Or do, what about Doughboys or Script Notes? You put one, and I say, oh, okay, yeah, let's just do that. Let's start, uh, I'll tell my speaker to play one of those podcasts, and uh, and then I'll start folding the laundry, and, and, then, and then it goes by in a breeze. And then I go through the same rigmarole about putting the, I say, well, let's just keep it in this basket here. We did a great job, but let's wrap it up. And they say, well, we should put, shouldn't we put it away? No, but then when I look in my drawers, I'm reminded of that I haven't organized. My drawers are so unorganized. And all the clothes in there are unfolded. The ones that have been in there for longer than a few weeks. Uh, and so, yeah, I can't deal with that. Right? Maybe tomorrow. That's just too much. And, and then I go through the whole, the soul. So let's say, well, what's, what's why you're talking about now? What do you think? Spencer's coming. Out. They're calling, you know, then I say, okay. You know, Dan's telling a story, so so th- then I can uh, tune back into the podcast and I can actually get that done. Uh, this is this podcast is similar to that because a lot of times, I, I mean, I guess the highest goal with this podcast, to kind of try to wrap up in a reasonable amount of time, is uh, it, to make you like to, to to interrupt that anticipation. I don't know why I don't do this every time. Maybe I will start. Maybe I'm turning over a new leaf live on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to, because I guess I do that with some other podcasts with dishes. Uh, but see, okay, like I said, uh, Harmontown Doughboys, I usually use script notes for running when I'm when it's time to fold the laundry. And, you know, the good thing is with the podcast, I'm able to say, okay, this is where you left off, 32 minutes. Uh, and, you know, then I can listen to the, the, the live play that they're doing. And uh, maybe I, maybe that'll make me anticipate the dread the anticipate the dread of me doing laundry folding laundry. Weird thing is I don't really do like doing laundry. Oh, here's big news! If if you listen to this podcast regularly, uh, my landlord replaced the washer and dryer in my building, so I can actually do laundry in my apartment building again. Uh, so that's where some of this, who would have thought, you know, first world, let's like say, got laundry, laundry in the building, got laundry, new, new form of laundry angst. So I guess like that just feels good because then I don't have to go to the laundromat. Uh, so I haven't had trouble getting the laundry done. It's just getting it folded, but maybe I'll try that. And that's the whole idea with this podcast. What I strive for is that you don't dread bedtime. They say, oh, my boyfriend's going to be there. He's going to be talking about something that I don't really under, totally understand, but I find barely amusing and somewhat distracting. And like I, I enjoy, like I kind of barely enjoy his presence. It's like he's almost barely there. My boar friend, my boar bay, my boar bud, my boar, whatever you feel comfortable with. You could just say the, the podcast guy or the sleep dude. How, whatever, whatever you want to call me is not important. I'm there for you. And it really like yearn and strive that at some point you say, "Wow, I'm not. I'm really looking forward to bedtime. I'm really feeling good about it. That would be the highest level of accomplishment for me." And that's why I work very hard on this show. And I've been there clearly. I mean, listen, you listen to me talk for the last ten minutes. Say, you know, uh, I got trouble falling asleep. I got too much on my mind. My grasp of reality is folded. I mean, about a billion times. I guess you're you're right, crumpled. More crumpled than folded, but I think crumpling's a form of folding, technically. 
it's not according to another part of my brain. That also told me to get back to folding laundry. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. I really hope this podcast can help you. It doesn't work for everybody. I'm an acquired taste, clearly. But I want to help. Uh, I'd like to help. So give it a few tries. I hope this podcast can work for you. Uh, we'll see if it does. Uh, but I'll be here for you in the deep, dark night. Uh, thanks for coming by. I really hope I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep, all right?